Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Welcome back to another episode of Sexology Podcast. Get ready to dive deep into the art of giving mind-blowing blowjob. But hold on, I've got some exciting resource just for you, the Stress Reduction Toolkit. Inside this free mini course, you'll find my top three strategies for managing stress, specially designed to enhance your intimate life. Say goodbye to stress in your relationship and say hello to peak performance in the bedroom. Don't wait any longer. Download this amazing toolkit now. The link is in the show notes. Now we're going to talk about the secrets of giving and receiving mind-blowing blowjob. Prepare to unlock the mysteries of your partner's unique anatomy, empowering you with the knowledge to conquer any challenge that comes your way. And hold on tight because we're about to take your oral sex game to a whole new level of pleasure. Discover the electrifying sensation of combining hands and mouth in ways you never thought possible. It's a mind-blowing experience that will leave you breathless and craving more. We won't stop there. We'll dive deep into the often overlooked 69 position, addressing common concerns and equipping you with practical advice for those bold enough to explore it. And let's not forget the power of communication. We'll arm you with strategic conversation starters that will deepen your connection and unlock new dimensions of pleasure. By end of this episode, you'll have all the tools, confidence, and excitement to embark on an incredible exploration in your intimate life. Now, let me introduce you to our guest speaker, Heidi G. She's a seasoned sexologist and relationship therapist who strongly believes that everyone deserves a fulfilling sex life and relationship. With 15 years of experience in sexual health and counseling, Heidi specializes in supporting individuals and couples dealing with sexual dissatisfaction, communication issues, infidelity, and self-esteem concerns. She's all about fostering pleasure, connection, and educating about sexuality. Oh, and don't forget to check out her popular podcast, The G-Spot, where she explores everything about sex, dating, and relationship. So without further ado, let's dive into the enlightening conversation with Heidi G. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I am so excited to welcome Heidi G to our show. Heidi, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. I am so thrilled for this conversation because oral sex is something that is a part of like most people's at these, these age and times, sexual life, and sometimes people feel uncomfortable giving and receiving. So I'm kind of curious, like based on the conversation you had with clients, why do you think some people feel awkward receiving or giving or vice versa? Well, when you are faced with genital, it can be quite confronting, right? We see porn, we see all different types of media right, where we see different types of genitals. So you think about vulva owners and how vulva owners can be quite insecure and compare themselves to maybe porn stars. I know for myself, 
before I got into the industry, for me, it was confronting, right? Well, I don't like look like that, that porn star. And when it comes to penis owners, oh, I'm not big or I'm not as big as that guy. So it, it can be quite confronting and it does play with your self-esteem. And one thing I do say to clients is think about what it is that you need to feel relaxed and what it is that your partner needs in order to feel relaxed. In order, also keep in mind that they would not be going down on you if they didn't want to, right? When we look at sex as something that is pleasurable, something that we experience rather than a performance or a test that helps us stay more present in the moment. Okay. And I can understand people get self-conscious when it comes to what they look like, when it comes to hygiene, when it comes to smell, when it comes to even body shape as well. And again, what I say to people is focus on the here and now, focus on receiving that pleasure. Because when we focus on what is happening, when we focus on what we're experiencing rather than a goal, you know, I have to orgasm, I have to do this, I have to do that, we're not present and then we can't receive. So when we are focused on receiving, then we are experiencing that pleasure. And let's face it, sex is pleasurable. Sex is fun. A lot of people take sex so seriously. And I believe that what needs to be taken seriously is consent. Everything else needs to be explored and fun. I agree with you. And I think like even if you know like perfectly how one lover's body work, it doesn't necessarily translate to someone else's anatomy. And going back to the comment you made about porn, what's interesting is I'm going to age myself. But when I grew up, there wasn't any internet in a way until I was a teenager. The only exposure I have with moving adult content, my mom had this very tasteful French erotica that was a gangbang. <laughs> and not the moment, not many close shots. So before I got into this field, I haven't, I wasn't kind of exposed to all of this conversation about shape of vulva, how like, you know, the kind of like, how does it look like the beauty, kind of the color, all of these things are, were something new for me. I was like, Oh my God, I, I'm glad I didn't grow up with this. Cause as we know that people's vulva is different, their labia is different, but because of the kind of learning people had from porn and adults content, which is not bad, but it's not educational. I think that impacts people's confidence. And even like people asking about color of their label, like things that I didn't even consider. So I think yeah. like marketing, especially right now that we have so, so many kind of platforms to get kind of information can really impact our confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we also need to remember that our bodies are designed to experience pleasure. So when we are really hung up on what we look like, what we smell like, am I as good as the uh, person that they've previously been with, whatever that might be, again, we're not receiving the pleasure that we deserve. Mm -hmm. We are all deserving of pleasure. When we focus on this feels great, I wonder what the best part of today is going to be. I wonder what we're going to learn and explore together. That's when you feel connected. That's when you get to enjoy sex for what it is. And also the other tip that I tell my clients as well is if you are worried about smell and hygiene, and we should all, you know, consider hygiene, of course, have a shower, make that part of the foreplay, you know, keep it sexy and fun. There's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to have a shower or asking your partner, hey, let's have a shower together and 
let's explore this or even telling your partner I'm a bit nervous about X, Y, and Z. Because remember, communication is key as well when it comes to sex. And you know, as, as you said, communication can kind of like one thing that appears sexy to one person might feel too, too kind of intrusive for other people. So I've got a very, I'm going to very kind of like have, make this broad, stereotypical comment. But what I hear from my cisgender clients that they're con- concerned about the shape of their vulva, the smell, what's happening down there. So that's, that really gets in the way of them enjoying the experience, even if the partner is willing. And I know for the penis owners, what I hear is that people feel like their partner, like the, is not into it. They don't like it. They kind, they want to kind of like, they want to kind of have more deep throat and the partner is not into it. And like, it's just, we don't hear about enthusiastic that people have. So how can we ask people if that's something that they're interested in? Or how would we know if that's something that they do to please us or they feel obligated? This is where communication comes in. And usually I encourage my clients to have, if possible, usually if they're in committed relationships, to have these conversations before they're about to have sex. Just so you've got a bit of an idea of you know, what your sexual partner might think about X, Y, and Z. And also don't go from zero to 100. Again, as I mentioned, we focus on the goals sometimes. Got to have an orgasm, got to do this. I saw this in a porn movie. It's got to be like this and this and this. No, it's got to be whatever feels comfortable to you. So if you want to work towards deep throat, then easily, gently, you know, gently ease into it. Don't go from zero to 100. What you could also try doing as well, just a bit of a tip that I have when you brush your tongue, if um, just to get used to that that sensation, the back of the throat, because we tend to gag. I know that I do. So that helps work on the gagging reflex. Again, easing into it. If this is something that we want to do, okay, let's work on deep throat. Let's work on, could even be, I want to experiment having oral sex. I've never done that before. Okay, how can we gently do that? How can we do that that makes us feel comfortable so we're not going from zero to 100? Having that talk, taking small steps, and it could be, like I said, the brushing of the the tongue. It could be touching the vulva or touching the genitals before you go down there. And you might not even go down there until a week later, until five sessions later. That's okay. And I think we need to remember that as well. It may not be what we want it to be straight away, but as long as we're communicating, as long as we're doing it consensually, as long as we're safe, we're taking small steps and working towards it. When we go to the gym, we have goals. And if the goal is to lift 50 kilos, okay, sorry, I don't know what that is in pounds, so you'll need to uh, bear with me. But if we're, our goal is to lift 50 kilos, we're not going to go to the gym and lift 50 kilos straight away, right? We're going to start by building up. We might start with 10 kilos until we get used to 10 kilos and then maybe 30 kilos and then go up from there. And it's the same when it comes to sex as well, okay? We don't want to go from zero to 100. We want to ease into it. We want to do it safely and we want to be comfortable as well. We also got to remember that all of us come with different experiences and different backgrounds as well. And we've got to be mindful of that. Some good, some trauma. So we need to be sensitive of that. 
Absolutely. And I think for our kind of male listeners that they're interested in improving their skills. The first thing I tell people, like get to learn women's like anatomy. That can be very, very helpful. But what other tips that you have for, for people that are like penis owners that want to get good at oral sex? With oral sex, it's not just about the genitals. It's about the whole body. So I suggest exploring the whole body, looking at this as you're priming, priming the genitals. You know, start with the neck, caress the nipples, kiss, yes. you know, passionate French kissing. That's like my absolute favorite. Kiss, touch, explore with each other. And the person who's receiving, give feedback. I really like it when you touch my, it feels good when you lick my, even guide. You know, you could use the hands as well, guide. When you are down near the genital area, kiss the hips, the inner, inner thighs. Play with the, the vulva, the labia, kiss around it, touch. It's not just about it, got to go for the clitoris or got to insert something in the vagina. We need to warm it up, right? The other thing as well, which I really dig and I do suggest to clients as well. Play around, experiment with toys. There's nothing wrong with experimenting with toys. And also, please don't think that because we're using our mouth that there's going to be enough lubrication. Use lube because some vulva owners are quite dry and also your mouth can get dry as well. So again, don't focus on a goal of I've got to make this person squirt or they've got to have the most amazing orgasm, which is great. I believe the goal needs to be we need to experience pleasure together. We need to be able to communicate openly about what it is that we want. Comfortably talk about what feels good and be positive and encouraging. I really love when you touch my. The other day when you did X, that felt really good. Hey, I want to try A, B, and C. I read it in an article and, or I heard it on a podcast. And that's something that I really would like to try. You know, have those conversations and incorporate that into your, in the bedroom. And you know, one thing that comes to my mind, and at least kind of like apply to my personal life is if I'm not enthusiastic about something, I'm not going to do it. Right. Because it's going to go back to consent. If you feel like that's not something that you want to do and then you're doing it with an attitude and you're kind of communicating, this is not something I want to do. It takes away that element of sexiness, like because most people are self-conscious about their bodies, right? They kind of like shape up their vulva, the scent for guys, they look all of them size. So I think if you are not enjoying it, or if at least you're not neutral about it, I think it's helpful to have a conversation about alternatives of what else can we do or like what kind of toys that they can use to kind of like have a different experience of pleasure. And that's where communication comes in as well. We need to learn to talk about sex like we talk about the weather or how our day is going. And when we talk about sex, it's important we keep in mind how we talk about sex, when we talk about sex and where we talk about sex. We don't want to be naked and suddenly, oh, hey, how about we try anal if we've never, you know, had anal before or how about we do this? And, you know, it can be very off-putting and puts pressure on someone. And if there's something that we have tried and we don't particularly enjoy it, this is also the time and space and we want it to be a safe space where we do express this. Hey, the other day when we tried X, I wasn't really feeling it. What are your thoughts on that? I was thinking maybe we could do this or I'd feel more comfortable starting with this instead of X. And this is how I'd like to do it. And this is how I'd like to start up. And this is blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever feels comfortable for you. 
it's important to have these open, engaging conversations and not be put off by, say, something that a partner doesn't want to do or doesn't feel comfortable doing. It's about being open. Get talk to me about that. You know, mm. why did that feel uncomfortable for you? What would make you feel uncomfortable? How do you like to be touched? What type of pressure feels good for you? What is it that we do that you do enjoy thoroughly? Can we go shopping and buy new sex toys that we can experiment with? We also got to remember, I mean, I've spoken about goal. I've spoken about not having that goal. I've spoken about including the whole body. We also got to remember that, like what you said, if there's something that we're not really feeling is enjoyable or pleasurable for us, not to be put off by that, okay? Because again, sex is pleasurable. It's a journey. It's not, okay, we've done everything and that's it. We explore many different things and we have fun and we're open. We're open to experiencing pleasure. I love that. Such a great point. And again, kind of like when, when we're communicating, kind of like making it about that versus like the person, right? Like you're not dirty if you're asking this, but I'm not into it. Like same way that like we're ordering food. Some night I might be into steak. Some night I might not be. As far as the diet and hygiene. So I know like <laughs> for many women, the too much hygiene can cause issues. What are some of the suggestions you have uh, for hygiene for vulva owners and penis owners? Well, firstly, don't use harsh soaps. Sometimes some vulva owners get really self-conscious about smells and it's important not to use harsh soaps. If you are self-conscious about smells, go see a GP to make sure there's no underlying issues there. There's no STIs. But like as I mentioned about showering, and if we're looking at a scenario before we're about to have any kind of sex, showering together can be quite erotic and that can be part of the foreplay. It's also important to look at your diet. I have this rule. I mean, I'm no nutritionist, but the rule that I have is if it's man-made, limit it. If it's natural, <laughs> right, have more of that, you know, more protein. And also keep in mind as well that some research shows that in order to prepare for perimenopause and menopause, women need to have significant amount of protein in their diet. So protein, your veggies, your carbs as well. And I have this saying that a healthy diet equals a healthy sex life, which is so true. Also, if you have concerns about health, not just the genitals, which of course is part of sexual health, go see your GP, go see a medical practitioner. But generally, it is about looking at what is natural. What what have we been taught to eat? Your veggies, Right, your veggies, your fruit, your carbs, your protein, man-made processed stuff, limit it. Mm-hmm. Such a Alcohol, good advice. Yeah. And you want to do moderation. Part of my practice is working with people with eating disorders and also working in LA. So sometimes people are so fixated on clean eating. So we want to have moderation and kind of have this like holistic approach towards sex and also towards one of the things that people often struggle with when we're talking about oral sex is 69. The idea is sexy when they're doing it, they don't like it. What kind of tips do you have around that? Well, if it's something that can be confronting, which it can be so, and a bit daunting for some people to start off with, I suggest laying on your side. You know, even if you're facing each other face to face to start with and then you work your way down. You don't have to, and I know that I've been in this situation as well. I've had a previous partner who had really large balls, but time that I'm a small person, okay? So at times it was suffocating, but we laughed through it. It was actually, it was, it was fun. We made it fun. 
because it was a bit daunting at first, but once we got into it, we enjoyed it. However, to again, ease into it, my friend is saying, don't go from zero to a hundred. Lay on your side where you're facing each other's genitals, okay, on the bed. Does this make sense? I hope I'm making sense. Laying on your side on the bed, facing each other's genitals and touch and caress. Remember, include other parts of the body, not just the genitals. Ease into it. Again, if all you do is laying on your side, touching the genitals or even inserting in your mouth, doing oral, that's okay. If you don't feel comfortable going into a 69 position where one person's on top of the other, don't do that straight away. Ease into it. It's just like any other position, I guess, like anal sex. You know, we're not going to go straight for, you know, a large penis into the anus if the person hasn't experienced anal sex before, right? We ease into it. We might start with a finger. We'll start with lots of lube. We might start with lots of licking and touching and maybe even a sex toy. So it's the same when it comes to oral sex as well, because a lot of us are so self-conscious about what our genitals look like, what they smell like, what our bodies look like. Am I turning my partner on? And of course, when those thoughts creep in, you know, we need to take a breath because we're not being present in the moment. This is when we need to take a breath and go, we're enjoying this. We're experimenting together. This is fun. I wonder what the best part of this is going to be. We don't need to go into a full 69 position straight away. This is something that we're working towards and leading towards. That's a great tip, right? Like there's no one size fits all. Maybe something that you saw in porn, like that will for their body and their size. And maybe you want to kind of be playful about it and experiment with different things. You're not shooting a scene. It's like it's all about having a great time. Is there anything that you think would be important for our listeners to know about oral sex that we haven't talked about? Well, besides including the whole body, not rushing straight into, you know, the, the genital area, be really gentle around the clitoris. Don't just go straight for the clitoris. I need to really emphasize that, you know, kissing off the inner thighs, the hips, touching and licking the labia when and with consent, when it's okay to do so. Insert fingers or a sex toy in the vagina. Also, keep lube candy. I know it's on sex and a lot of people assume, well, I'm going to be lubricated. Don't always assume that because we can get dry. And sometimes we can get overly sensitive in an area as well. So explore different parts of the body, explore different parts of the genitals. This is the fun part. We don't want to just go straight for the clitoris or straight or the genital area we want to explore because people feel sensitive in certain areas. What may have worked for a previous partner doesn't necessarily work for your current partner. What may have turned them on doesn't necessarily mean that your current partner is going to be turned on by the same motions, the same touch. And as we know, the clitoris can get really overly sensitive sometimes. So we need to be really gentle and aware of touch and sensation. I know many of my clients, they prefer over the clothing kind of oral sex in a way or touch because of what you mentioned. You know, you have tons of great content yourself. So if people are interested to get a hold of you, your content, what are some of the places they can find you? Yeah, well, my website, Heidi G Spot, and also my Instagram as well, Heidi G Spot. I've also got a podcast with, you guessed it, it's called Heidi G Spot, where I talk about sex, relationships, and dating. Beautiful. Well, I will make sure that we'll leave a link in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you for sharing all of these wonderful tips with us. 
Thank you for having me. I hope you guys found our conversation useful. We dive deep into the electrifying world of oral sex. We talked about communication. We also talked about how we can make 69 position more comfortable. Also, I have an invitation for you, but make sure that you're talking about it with your partner before so you'll have their enthusiastic consent. My invitation for you is wake up your partner with oral sex. Yes, that surely beats the alarm clock. Whether you want to take it all the way to an orgasm, transition to sex, or just tease your partner and leave them wanting for the rest of the day, the choice is yours. Be playful, have fun, and it's important to be generous with your partner. And most importantly, keep the conversation alive. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope this episode has equipped you with some exciting new tools for your intimate toolbox. And don't forget to check out our free mini course in the show notes, promising to further enhance your sexual journey. Until next time, keep exploring and stay connected. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www.sexology.com sexologypodcast.com. Please be advised that information presented on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider.